0: This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Sunday, April 23rd, the bookstore Subtext Books hosted these amazing authors, and here they are reading their great work. Our next reader is Christina Joyce. (laughs) Okay. Uh, she often seeks writing inspiration in other parts of the world, but finds her richest material comes from right here in St. Paul, where she grew up. Isn't that often the case?
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. I'd like to thank um, uh, St. Paul Almanac and Subtext um, Bookstore for uh, giving me, give me the, a- this opportunity to share the story with you. Evelyn Aging. On Evelyn and I head to Calvary Cemetery, as we do every June, to place flowers on Uncle Jerry's grave. Along Front Street in St. Paul, this Catholic cemetery is the final resting place for many of my relatives. Jerry is buried in a section that looks like a grassy crater downhill from a discreetly segregated stronghold of nuns and priests. Two simple markers indicate Jerry and Evelyn's grave sites only today we can't find them and again ask if she remembers any landmarks that will help us find Jerry. He's buried 10 yards from where a tree used to be, she says, waving her bouquet of yellow and white daisies at the distinctly treeless area where we are standing. <laughs> Ellen deftly moves among the tombstones just like someone 20 years younger than her 85 years. I hike uphill to try again when I see a large stump, barely visible in the overgrown grass. Glancing around, I spot a few graves I hadn't noticed before, and there's Jerry's. Next to it is a flat stone marker bearing Evelyn's name and year of birth, 1909. When Evelyn turns 90, she asks my mom, her youngest sister by 22 years, to drive her to Liberty State Bank to renew her CDs. She wants to make them five-year certificates to get a higher interest rate. Mom suggests that maybe five years is too long. (laughs) (laughs) Reluctantly, Evelyn agrees and renews the CDs for 24 months. Five years later, Evelyn is at the funeral home to plan and prepay her funeral expenses. She selects a smoky blue metal casket with a simple satin lining and makes plans for the funeral lunch. When it comes time to write the check, Evelyn Box. when the funeral associate says she can't pay for her funeral in installments. Maybe if you were 10 or 15 years younger, he says. <laughs> Grumbling, she pulls out her checkbook. Even Dayton's used to let me do layaway.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My brother Mike and I take a reluctant Evelyn, now 98, to view an assisted living facility we think she will like. She's been living in a one bedroom apartment on Randolph Avenue for 13 years, an easy walking distance to her church, grocery store, and favorite place to get a haircut, Schmidty's Barbershop. Evelyn tours the residence in the Midway area just blocks from Edmond Avenue where she grew up. We check out apartments of varying views and visit the dining room where we eat lunch of hot turkey with mashed potatoes and limp green beans. The manager provides more information about their services, noting, noting that there is a year-long waiting list. Evelyn nods and smiles as he talks. Well, he says, leaning closer to her good ear. How does that sound to you, Evelyn? This seems like a very nice place to live, she says. She picks up her purse and stands. When I'm ready to leave. <laughs> Evelyn hopes out for a few more months, living independently. But when the call comes later that fall that there's an opening, she takes it. She settles in, falling asleep to the neon glow of Porky's drive-in outside her window. At her 100th birthday, Evelyn is asked a secret to her longevity. She shrugs her shoulders and smiles shyly. I just wake up every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Another birthday rolls around and three generations of nieces and nephews are gathered to celebrate with Evelyn. My cousin Sheila leans in to give Evelyn a kiss on her cheek. Aunt Evelyn, do you know who I am? Evelyn tilts her head quizzically and says, Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks shy of her 104th birthday, Evelyn becomes the oldest resident in the nursing home. By her 105th birthday, she's back in second place when a 107-year-old moves into the building. (laughs) Evelyn is on the second floor patio outside her room, deadheading bright marigolds and red geraniums from her wheelchair. It's one of her favorite pastimes reminiscent of the gardening she and Jerry used to do. She studies the row of potted plants along the iron railing. One by one, Evelyn snaps off their shriveled ends. She tosses the spent buds over the railing, watching them drift into the unknown.
0: To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.